Spears. Damn you, old man! Wade. So, Hob, you asking about the January 6th um, hearings? Yeah, I was just interested because Brendan was over here saying that it was going to change the universe and shit. I'm curious. Yeah, the hearings have been really good. Yeah. Um, there's like, they still got like four more. So, mm-hmm. they're, um, the first couple was basically to tell you, like, hey, man, this wasn't no accident. Like, uh, some like some of the people that came there obviously didn't come there to like attack the Capitol. They just was there being asshole Trump supporters, That's which obvious, is fine. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is fine. That's part of you know the First Amendment, whatever. But there was like a, there was groups of people who absolutely were there to go into the Capitol and snatch up people and do terrible shit. And so they were showing that how like no 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 like some of the people there were like there to protest. But a lot of people, there was people there with ill intentions on purpose. And so then the next one, the next one was was basically tying that to Trump a little bit. Just to be like, hey, man, this it wasn't like Trump didn't have nothing to do with it. Let me tell you how he started this a year before the election and it built up to this. And it was all part of his plan if he lost. And so then the third one was basically about like just how close shit was happening and they had footage that's never been seen before where it was like this mob was literally like i don't know maybe 20 yards like 15 yards from mike pence like if he went down the wrong hallway they'd have been right there like not even 20 yards probably like five to seven yards it was like right behind it like if, if they had turned went out the door and went down the other hallway instead of the hallway they went the mob was coming right around the other corner. It would have been right there into him. And so then they were showing that how, like, Trump, uh, you know, he didn't do shit the whole time. <laughs> and Ivanka's like, I went up there, and he's, like, in his room just watching TV, <laughs> not doing anything. And so basically, like, Mike, Pen- Mike Pence had to call the National Guard. Mike Pence had to, like, call for additional police presence because Trump didn't do any of that. He didn't contact Homeland Security. He didn't contact the Department of Justice. He didn't contact DOD. He didn't do anything. He just was watching it on TV, just watching it as it happened. Um, and so that was the last one. It was basically like, hey, man, like, this shit was really close to going down. And so it seems to be, to me, that the goal of the committee is not, I mean, their explicit goal is not to, like, just tell us like it is to tell us like hey this is what happened but their explicit goal is basically talking to mayor garland the um this i mean the uh, attorney general and to basically be like hey man you need to uh do something to someone we're not saying you need to arrest trump but there's people around trump who you need to arrest so they they have footage of like this congressman who like the day before was taken around the Oath Keepers on like a tour of the con- of the of the Capitol, but he wasn't doing like normal tour shit. He was like showing them people's places that they're not supposed to be going to, and taking them around. And then the and the guy was had video while he was on that tour, and he was like, "Chuck Schumer, I'm coming after you," and AOC, I'm coming after you. 
tomorrow, like on video, like they're recording themselves doing this shit. And so some uh, basically a lot of these people they caught and now they scared of shit. So they trying to turn on everybody else, which is also funny because they got like all these terrible people who like didn't think they were gonna actually be caught, and then they got caught, and so now they turn on each other, which is kind of wild. Uh, they even got the Oath Keeper dude to turn, who's basically said that, yeah, I got help from people on the inside. And so that stuff is still to come. Oh, they found out like some Congress people that were doing some fuck shit during the during the insurrection was calling Trump up, saying, Hey, am I still on the pardon list? Like, make sure you get me on that pardon list <laughs> for the fuck shit that I did. Um, oh yeah, and then at the end of the last one, they was talking about Eastman and who was basically saying like his whole plan to have Pence overturn the election, like he knew that shit was illegal from the beginning with. And that's why he kept begging Trump for um, a pardon. And then they basically found out that like Trump didn't give none of these niggas pardons that we know of and just left them out to dry. And so that's why they've been turning on him. And that's why, you know, Ivanka and Jared Kushner and Rudy Giuliani and Bill Barr, that they all just voluntarily went to talk to the January 6th committee because Trump didn't give none of them niggas a pardon. So they are all (laughs) turning on him. So it's pretty, it's pretty actually entertaining. And I think it's only entertaining because usually hearings are like boring bullshit because Democrats don't know how to do theater generally. Um, Republicans yeah. are much better at political theater, uh, even though they're full of shit. But they're much better at political theater. But this time, the Democrats hired a police, I mean, a TV producer. Republicans make better arguments. Yeah, because their arguments are simpler. Nah. For people for people to understand. Nah. I hate black people. See right that's there. Really see right there. That's the issue. It's very simple. No, 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 no. That's the issue. And that's why progressives and people on the left make me so angry sometimes because I want the left to win so badly, but we constantly underestimate the intelligence of the people on the right. The people in charge on the right. Nah. I'm not the voters. The voters are not smart. See, not. Right. They vote against their own interests. We a lot of people vote against their own interests, bro. They vote against their own interests even more. People on the I mean, nah, you can't quantify I that. Purposely vote against my own interests, but I'm fully aware of it. You like, are because you, you are because you know politics. I'm in a tax bracket that if voting for a Republican would benefit me, but I yeah. purposely do not because I vote for other reasons. Yeah, those people. And there's 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 millions of Republican women who vote against abortion rights, knowing very well that that's going to go against th- some of their rights as women. Yeah, but they don't care about abortion. That's yeah, not their number one that, issue. Because that co- but that cause that cause is more important than their benefit. It's not like they're voting against their own benefit because they know it's not against their own benefit. Like like I'm saying, like that's that's the underestimate and it's not even that we underestimate them. It's like and this happens on the right too. Like the people on the right, I talk to people on the right and they call people on the left idiots all the time. Right? Like they are these people are stupid. Uh right. But what they're underestimating Yeah how there's you, actually like all right. there's actually like statistics on are you, like, gonna, are you gonna like, mansplain this to a political scientist? Yes, I actually am. Yes, all right, all right, I'm about to mansplain. There's right, actually data mm-hmm. on like by the way that we in society mm-hmm. judge intelligence, like the way that we actually do it, if that's valid. The way we judge way, intelligence is bullshit. And the it's way based, we judge and intelligence. It's based, and it's based on false 
and falsify data to buttress racist ideas. IQ, all that stuff is bullshit. But I just want to go ahead and say that's that. fine. And so then this would contradict that because the way that we judge intelligence, Democrats and black people and people of color are generally much more intelligent than the Republicans on average by the way we judge intelligence. It's just that what you that's, said is they have they make better arguments. I mean that's exactly what it is, but it's but it is because their arguments are simple, right? It's easy for me to say, aren't trans people just weird? Like I don't even have to say anything. <laughs> like I, I'm not I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying how they act. Yeah, I, I don't even have, I don't have to explain anything. I can just go, aren't trans people weird? Like isn't that just a little bit weird? Should we have our kids around weird stuff? And and people will go, well, I mean they're not saying burn the people. They're just saying it's weird. And I think it is weird. And then there you go that. But then on our side, we got to say, we have to explain why it's not weird and why why those people should be respected and why it's okay. And so you're making multiple arguments when they just say the simple thing. Why trans people weird? Or they'll say like, isn't it wrong for your kids to be uncomfortable for schools? Shouldn't we just not talk about race at all? And on our side, we have to explain how like, yes, like seeing color is good when they can just say, well, we don't see color. No, when you don't have to. Listen, listen, on our side, we don't got to explain shit, but we do because we always sound condescending. We mansplain politics. We left-splain politics, though, to the right, bro. Politics. You got to understand, like, you're coming, you're, you're talking to somebody that doesn't know you, right? They were raised totally different from you. They might, they, they, they're probably racist, right? So they're already looking at you kind of funny, right? And then you're going to come to them and be like, well, actually, right? They're going to say, fuck you off the bat, even if they agree with you. Lord is stubborn, does that shit all the time to me. On, on shit that doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just human nature, bro. Like, and the thing is... God, it's actually the God of stubborn. The God of stubborn, laughing. whatever, bro. Listen, listen, that's human nature. And the thing is, before you even start to try to convince people that you're right, you got to get people to like you. And if they don't like yes. you... Because you oh, I agree. Oh, no, I'm agreeing right. with you. 100%. And if, and if we come off as pompous, right... If we come off as overly righteous, right? If we come off as these people are idiots when they're not, bro. Like these, a lot of these people, farmers are smart as shit, bro. They are. You, that is you smart ever, what you, they do. I'm not gonna call a racist smart. I'm just not. Like you're not I gonna didn't get say, me to agree I didn't say. That. I didn't say racist. I said farmers. Yes, but you know. Farmers, but that's what I'm saying. I said farmer, and you already equate that to a racist. Because I'm not you're saying you're wrong. About, I'm not saying you're wrong. But you're alluding to farmers I'm, who vote for Republicans, right? I'm not alluding to anybody. I don't think Democrats talk down to regular farmers. What are they I, doing? I, I absolutely, like, I absolutely think they do. Yo, Democrats, they, <laughs> Democrats, progressives talk down to people in general. Because they feel like they're smarter than people. They're generally academics who speak in academic language. I'm an, that, I'm, I'm an academic. That regular, but no, that regular ass people don't understand. That's what I'm saying. Like they use language and words that just don't make sense to like regular people don't use in everyday language. But, yeah, but like, is that talking down to somebody just because they may not understand a, a word that's actually yes. language? That's not talking down to somebody. Like I think talking down to someone would be like. Oh yeah, so that's hyperbole. Do you know what hyperbole is? You know what I mean? That kind of shit. 
is talking down to it. But like you can say the word hyperbole in a sentence and it doesn't necessarily mean you're talking down to somebody. It, it just basically means that's that like, I, may, I, I may know more I may know more words or I have a better vocabulary than someone else does. Like when Harvey's saying, when um, either one of y'all are talking to me about politics, knowing damn well that y'all know way more than I do, when, when you guys break it down, you guys aren't talking down to me. You're basically breaking it down in a way so I can understand. Yeah, and yeah, I don't, don't, I don't, don't dumb do a good job it, of that. Nah, but here's the thing. I don't, when I talk to people about politics, I don't dump down shit. I no. talk, but I talk to people with respect. I don't talk down to people. I don't. I let people speak. I let people get their shit out, right? And I don't judge them off the bat. And that's yeah. ask anybody who's ever had a conversation with me, bro. It doesn't matter what you believe in. It doesn't matter anything unless you disrespect me to my face, bro. We can have a conversation. And I've, I've, and that's, and that's done so well for me in my life, bro. I can't even imagine what that would be like if everybody just took the time to do that with people you disagree with. Because what happens? We make assumptions off the bat. We all well, I think it is unfair to Javi to ask all marginalized people to have that perspective. But that's what I'm but, not saying that. But that's what makes up our party a lot, though. Like, I don't I think, think it should be on the burden of us to be respectful. I'm not be. I'm not talking about that. I, 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 I vehemently disagree with that. I think it's the responsibility of everybody to be respectful. Like, you know what I mean? I think until until you're given a reason to be. Um, disrespectful. I think we all have, I think it's a responsibility of humankind in general just to be respectful to one another, specifically because you'd want that same thing reciprocated. Because just because I've had uh, multiple instances where white people have looked at me a different way, doesn't necessarily mean I should look at every white person that comes across me. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. I'll give you this. This is where I I agree with almost everything Javi said. This is where I disagree. This is what I mean by, and sometimes it can come off, you may think it's like you're being condescending, but like, if I'm trying to talk to white people about microaggressions, right? And I've done this before, trust me, I've done this before because I've worked in colleges and I've done this work. A lot of white people just don't know or don't understand or don't believe in those things because they have no reason to because they're white. It's just like me as a man, like I had to be broken, like I had to be broken down to fully understand, and I, fu- I, I, I'm pretty sure I don't fully understand what it's like to be a woman, but I have a much better understanding now than I did ten years ago of like the plight of women, because as a man, I just didn't have to deal with that shit, right? But the difference is, like, I was like open to that, and so if I was talking to a woman or if I did something and a woman got upset, I'm not going to shut down because I understand that like they deal with this shit every day, and so I don't have to, I don't, I don't get to judge that they get upset at me the one time I say something to them because they deal with this shit every day. When you're talking to conservative white people in general, not in all cases, when you bring this stuff up, they're like, they've heard this stuff before. Like I was talking to my wife when we were talking about where we're going to move, right? And so we're looking at like school, we're like, we want to have a child. And so we're talking about like school districts and we're looking at different areas of town, right? And so this is part of town called Plano, Texas, which is like a really nice part of town. It's right out, it's like North Dallas, a bunch of businesses are there. But I don't know if y'all remember, but there was this story in like a year and a half ago of like this black kid that like in middle school that the white kids made him drink his own piss and a whole bunch of shit happened like that. That yeah. was here. That was in Plano, right? And so there was and so after that, like they found out like a whole bunch of racist shit was happening in the school district and in the area. And they created like this diversity council and all this stuff to try to address it, right? And so 
they were talking, they had these black parents, right? And they were following these black parents around for like this news, this uh, news um, reporter was following these black parents around who were kind of involved in the school district. And so they were doing a story on them. And they go to the, they go to the um, student board meeting, like you've been seeing over the last year, like videos of it. It's exactly what you think happened. These parents start talking about critical race theory and CRT and how it's bad for our kids. And they said something about like, they shouldn't be able to do this, right? And then the one of the black parents said, who is they uh, in the school board meeting? And then <laughs> this white, and then a bunch of these white men told this black woman, you shut the fuck up and stay back there, like like yelled at her. And a couple of them were walked around like military vests, like, you know, Texas bullshit. And they shut up and they stayed back there because they said there was like, it was about 100 people in there. It was probably 12 black people uh, and 80, 88 white people. And so this thing happens, right? And so, and so they end up getting to speak their mind at some point and they're trying to talk to people about like, hey, we're not advocating to make your kids uncomfortable. We just think that like things should be taught and people should learn about these things and the parents mm -hmm. should be able to talk to your kids and explain what you've learned in class and frame it in a way that makes sense. And these people immediately snapped at, I don't want my kids learning that. I, I have the right to tell the teachers what to do and what not to do. And guess what? Politicians see these things, right, on both sides, because I know we got to get started. But politicians see these things on both sides. And this is where this is the one part where I disagree with Javi. On the right side, the argument, it's very simple. It's very, it's, Democrats don't have the ability to make this simple of an argument because they're on the side that's not as simple. Because on the right side, all they have to say is, you know what? You're absolutely right. Your kids should not feel uncomfortable in school. And if they're teaching something that makes your kids feel uncomfortable in school, we probably shouldn't teach it. That's a very simple argument. On our side, if I mean, if you believe in what's right, you you shouldn't. I mean, in my opinion, you shouldn't be like, yeah, I agree. We shouldn't talk about slavery in school. That shouldn't be something we talked about. So, like, I'm not on that side. So, like, if you're not on that side, you're on the side that history should be taught in schools. You you have to make the argument that these things are nuanced. And then the parents will say, well, when I was growing up, I wasn't taught this. And now you have to like try to explain why you weren't taught this in 1982 in Dallas, why you weren't taught about these certain things with black people in 1982 in Dallas. And then you got to explain why it may or may not make your kid uncomfortable and why it would be a benefit to them. And you have to, if, you, if you're on the other side of the argument, you have a lot more arguments to make. You can't just say, because it's the right thing to do. Because people are already going to agree that the uncomfortable, making my kid uncomfortable is not the right thing to do. So you have to make a complex argument to present your position, even though you're on the right side of the position. And you're on the right side of the position. And so I just, I, just, I just want to say this, um, that we can move on to BDN. It was just something funny that you said. Then when people are like, I don't want slavery taught in school because it makes my kids uncomfortable. But it's like, but you want history in there. Yes. So it's a part of history. Why aren't we talking about this stuff specifically? Because it's funny when people tell me, when they go, um, like, you know, Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. And I'm like, Abraham Lincoln didn't give a shit about slaves. <laughs> Period. Like, and it was, it was like, what do you mean? Like, he, I'm like, no, the Emancipation Proclamation didn't mean shit to black people. Because if it was, there wouldn't be separate bathrooms. It wouldn't, we wouldn't need Jim Crow. And I broke all this shit down. Well, that was and Reconstruction. It, all that shit happened in Reconstruction. It was better for a while. 
they were black people were starting to get land and they were starting to get political presence. They were starting to make changes. And then they came back and it was like, uh, Jim Crow. You can't go here. Yeah, you, you can't do and this. you know what's funny <laughs> about that? The few the few black communities that survived reconstruction, which was probably you know, just as deadly for black people, if not deadlier in some ways in slavery, right? Were communities that really embrace the Second Amendment. <laughs> That's true. So that um, is true. Yeah, especially in the 1800s, early 1900s. To the left, yo, don't talk to black people about guns, please. But the, but yeah, so like, but your point, old man, is is right. But here's the thing, though, they don't mind t- talking about slavery. It's how you talk about slavery, right? There's books here in Texas that say George Washington was really nice to his slaves. He cared about his slaves. And he Texas taught his slaves, slaves how to read, <laughs> and he fed slaves. them, and he kept them, and he kept them not hungry. And this is this is a legitimate in textbooks in parts of Texas that they teach in the school to kids. And so when those parents grow up, right, they grow up and they got kids, and they can't come home, and they got an assignment, and the assignment has like pictures of like black people getting whipped to death or like in horrible shacks and unforced and all the horrible shit of slavery rapes and they're and they're told that you know their forefathers raped black women and <laughs> thomas yo, jefferson has black mistresses they get what yo y'all left this talk too much this is listen listen to me listen to me brandon all right i'm gonna let you smoke after this because I'm gonna be honest with you. No, we're moving. I, we're moving. Um, we're I, moving. Uh, yeah, I retired after. from these types of arguments a long time ago. I enjoy the discourse. I do, but here's my thing, man. The arguments are all simple or complicated. The right has an electoral advantage. They have a societal advantage. They have a population advantage. They have a geographical advantage, right? As a block. And they've integrated other communities into that block, in particular Italian Americans, Irish Americans, a lot of Jewish Americans, a lot, a lot of Latin Americans. Right? It's it's a growing group of people on the right. With that being said, they have an advantage. So when they make an argument, they don't care. It doesn't matter. All they want to do is win, and they have the ability to yep. do it when they want to do. Yeah. It. And if they don't shoot themselves in the foot. Us on the left, our arguments are simple too. Don't be a dickhead. That's the left's argument. Don't be a piece of shit to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could you you could boil it down to that. But no, we gotta be like, no, you gotta be yo, listen, I need a safe space. Right? That's all cool, right? I believe in it. Relax for wait, let me let me just smoke for two seconds, bro. Listen, right? All that, all that matters. All that matters. But what matters more is winning. Black lives. Yes, you sound like me. Win, <laughs> listen, winning. Y'all are, y'all are saying yes. it's funny. Y'all are saying the exact same thing, which is kind listen, of funny. With a lot yeah. less words, and that's my fucking point. <laughs> you know, but I, but Harvey, the one thing you're wrong about is there's right. not more people on the right. There's not more people on I, the right. Like, but you got to see, you got to be. I'm precise with my wording. But we don't I'm, vote. I'm precise with my verbiage. I say it as a block, as a group. Right? The plurality. There's a lot of fucking white people, bro. Still is. There's a lot of us, yes, yes, and we're growing, right? But it's a lot of us in segmented groups. As a block, geographically, electorally, white people yes. 
have an, have an advantage. That's just what it is. And we got to be smart about it. And yo, if we're out here complaining about bullshit, we ain't going to do nothing, bro. Well, that's well, not my that's, point. Well, that, you know what's funny is, uh, I forget, uh, what the hell's name? Uh, Lewis Black said something. And he goes, the Republicans fart and the Democrats stiffen and go, please, sir, may I have another? <laughs> well, that's true. That's a little bit true. <laughs> but, but the last thing I'll say I mean, is, Javi's point is 100% right. But the prop, the bigger problem, I think Javi will agree with me 100% on this, is that a large percentage of the left don't vote. And they find any reason not to vote. And yeah. the way that it works, and, and the way yeah. that it works, if they were is, smarter than the people on the right, they would. But they're exactly, exactly. Well, well that's the, the problem with it. They even may be smarter about it. But you know what it is, and it goes back to something you said. Both of you guys actually said um, about how they're talking down to people, and so instead of actually going down and voting, what they want to do is talk down to everybody, and then say, "Well, they." A lot of them. It's funny how all of a lot of them are. A lot of Democrats sound like nihilists. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the point? What's the this and da 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 da? But then on the flip side, we'll say shit like, well, we need to do this. We need to, like, you can't have it both ways. You either want exactly. to do something. Yeah. So, yo. Exactly. Uh, well, one more thing, one more thing, really quick. Absolutely. Y'all want to out of this. And I think Javi might agree with me with this. This has always been my position um, with the difference between Democrats and Republicans, but it's even, it's even more pronounced like now, like at this time. It, it was less back when I was in school, but even more pronounced now. On the right, the voters inspire the politicians. The Republican voters control the, the politicians. If a politician does not 1,000% support the Second Amendment, even into ridiculous matters, they will get primaried because the hardcore right shows up at the primaries every time and picks the people that they want. Even if they, people, the Republican candidates don't actually believe that stuff, they have to do that because the Republican voters inspire the candidates. They make the candidates take the positions that they want. On our side, and I know Javi sees this all the time if he's on social media, but I see it all the time. On our side, it's, why don't you inspire me? Why don't you go and do this and make me come out? What are, you, what are the Democrats doing to drive turnout? Why aren't they inspiring us to come out and vote? What are you gonna do to make us wanna show up? And I'm like, you should be controlling them. like. You should say, you should make, if you really believe that you have the right position, then hold them accountable and vote, right? Vote who yeah. you want in the primary, but whoever makes it to the general, you show your ass up and you vote and you vote and you vote and you vote and you will get representation. Well, well um, Bob, to quote on something that Javi always talks about, I swear every time we bring up a political conversation, and it's funny that this is the first time he hasn't brought it up, when he brings up voting in local elections. Everyone thinks about voting, and I'm guilty of this. I'm absolutely guilty of this, and I'm ashamed of. It. I'm not proud that I that I forget what this this shit is. And Harvey reminds me. I ha- like I literally have not only does Harvey remind me, I get updates via my Gmail about. It. I get updates about this in like like snail mail. So I really have no reason, and I can walk to where I go where I go voting. So I have no excuse. Like you know what I mean. So, but I'm also lucky enough to live in a place where the person I would have voted for got elected. But then again, mm-hmm. it's eventually going to become a time where it's like my vote is going could have made a difference. And to your point, when you have a lot of people, unfortunately, like me or people who are more smug or more arrogant than I am, who just think that like or fall into defeatism when it's just like, well, what's the point? That's how you get Trump. 
That's yeah, the last the last part of my the last part of my statement. I wonder if Javi agrees with me, and I'm done. I promise. Was I was listening to someone talk <laughs> about court. I was listening to someone talk about court reform, and me and Javi talked about this. And I actually think I got on my side a little bit on court reform. But the guy was talking about court reform, right? And he was saying like, "Hey, on the right, they got the Heritage Foundation. They got a thirty million. They got a thirty million dollar operating budget, and it's been funded for years. And they've created a pipeline to get judges." in there. And this person went to Harvard Law School and he was like, there's not a bunch of Neil Gorsuch's or Clarence Thomas in Harvard Law School, Yale Law School. Most of those people are either liberal or like moderate, just middle-ass white people. It's But when they identify, they but what the Republicans do is they identify conservative people in these schools and they fast track them and they track them and they push them and they make, that make sure their constituents know that these things are important and that if we can't win it on the election, and if we can't win it in Congress, you can change it in the court. And all you got to do is vote for us, and we'll put people in the court. And he was saying that on the left, he was like, we don't care about the court. He was like, you'll hear what people on the left complaining about the court. Oh, expand the court. Do this and do that. And he was like, there's not a single Democratic politician that's ever been held accountable for his position on court reform or in the court. Not a single time did Democrats say, I'm going to vote for this other person because this person is not where I want them to be on the course because they don't actually care. And now they care because it looks like the course may take away our rights. But in 2016, we had a chance to put someone in the office for, for no other reason. If you hated every single thing Hillary Clinton did for no other reason, then she would have appointed three Supreme court justices. And that would have changed the course of our country for the next 30 years minimum. But we so, don't do that. So let me just, uh, I'm sorry, old man. He, he, bro, we need, we really need to get to the show. But you just brought up something that, um, I just want it. It sparked something I'm interested in that I that I've looked at and kind of explained some of this. So some of that advantage that they have on the right also it, it breaks down to advantages they've had from a, for hundreds of years, right? And it's all based really on race and ability to use race to consolidate political power. So the Heritage oh Foundation. Go ahead. Sorry, old man. No, no, no. I was just going to say, you, I was gonna, you said something, and it also it got me thinking of another reason in there. Blind loyalty. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Like, they created the idea of race gave pe white people an in, no matter what, no matter how poor you are, no matter how much you struggle, right? You have to protect this nation from the other which mm -hmm. tends to be black people, right? And so part of that nihilism here on the left that annoys me sometimes, especially from black folk, it's like, oh, why should we, some black folk, not that, not the majority, but mm -hmm. a growing number that, that annoys me at this point, but like, why should we vote for Democrats? Like one, they were the ones that were for slavery and we started <laughs> voting for them and nothing's happened. Like, look what's happened after the civil rights movement. All right, I get that, but you're forgetting that they literally assassinated our <laughs> leaders like this. Like, I don't know if people 
sit back and think about this for a second. You sit back and think about this for a second, right? Things was happening, right? Mm-hmm. We had movements, bro. We were we were getting the ability to vote. Like we can't even agree on gun rights, and you have black folk out here getting bashed in the head for the right to vote, and we got that shit. Yo, we got yo. We, we were dismantling Jim Crow, right? We were getting the Supreme Court on our side. All this shit started happening, but they were able to use race, right, to to get people so hyped up and angry that they literally killed our leaders bro in this country in america the land of the free political mm-hmm. leaders got murdered a president let's yo just think got about that murked right here a, in Dallas. Yo, a president a very popular one at that so they killed mm-hmm. him his brother they killed his brother bro mm-hmm. Well, well his brother died in that play next. Hold on, hold on. No, hold on. no, I'm talking about Rob. I'm talking about. Hold on, hold on. Let me just say this. Uh, and, and we have to move on because we'll, we will never get off this. But I just want to say this. That th- if we want to get into the JFK shit, we'd have to get into a lot of the conspiracy. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, not fuck the conspiracy theory shit. Fuck the conspiracy no, theory no, shit. I'm not saying no, that. No, All no. I'm saying is this. Hold on. Oh, man, let me just say this. There's a reason why. Obviously, we, right. yo, yo, a, we have a, Hold up. Hold up. Let me say this. I know, I, but you, yo, I, yo, you, I, I haven't really spoke that much, bro. Bro, come on, yo, man. Yo, Cook, because you right, yo, right listen, now. Listen, 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 bro. All I'm saying is the reason why it feels like progress has been set back is because progress has been set back, but it hasn't been set back by the Democratic Party. It's been set back by, back by racism in this fucking country, bro, right? That in its current form rests mostly in the Republican Party and on the right. Yes. So we need to be smart and fight back. And the way we fight back is by emplacing leaders that we need to push the agenda because they killed our leaders in the past and we need to put more in and we need to protect them. And that's the only way things going to change. That's it. I'm done. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Spin that on fire. You Johnny Torch in it. You John you the human torch in this bitch. <laughs>